Everybody knows that Einstein did something astonishing, but very few people know exactly what it was that he did. It was generally recognized that he revolutionized our conception of physical world, but no conception were wrapped up mathematical technique. It is true that there are innumerable popular accounts of theory of relativity, but their general cases to be intelligible just at the point where they began to something important. Many of the new ideas can be expressed in non-mathematical language, but they are none of these uh, less uh, difficult on the account. What demand on the change in the picture of the world, a picture which has been remote, perhaps pre-human ancestors, and has been learned from the each one of these early childhoods. A change in the imagination is always difficult, especially when we are no longer young. The same sort of challenge was demanded by Copernicus when he thought that the earth is stationary and the heavens do not revolve. But it took about one a day to us now. There is no difficulty in this idea because we learn before our mental habits have become fixed. Einstein's ideas simultaneously will keep seem easier to generations which grow up with them. But for the certain effort of the imagination, reconstruction is unavoidable. In exploring the surface of Earth, we make use of all senses, more particularly of senses to touch and sight. Measuring dense parts of human body are employed in pre-scientific ages. A foot, a cubic span defined in this way. For longer distances, we think that the same task takes from a place to another. We generally learn judge distance roughly by eye, but we rely upon touch for accuracy. More in touch that gives us our sense of relativity. Reality. Sometimes things cannot be touched. Rainbows, reflections in looking glasses, and all so on. These things puzzle children. Those metaphysical speculations are arrested by information that what is in the looking glass is not real. Maybach dagger was unnatural because it was sensible to feeling as light. Not only our geometry and physics, but our whole conception of is based upon sense or touch. We carry this even into metaphors. A good speech is solid, a bad speech is gas, because we feel that gas is not unique. from all essence expect sight. We cannot touch sun or travel to it. We cannot walk around the moon or moon to the sight. Astronomers have unhesitatingly applied the geometry and physics which they are found in the serviceable on the surface around the earth and which they had chased upon touch and travel. In going so they brought down trouble into their head, which it was left to our Einstein to clean up. I, it turned it out much of 
what we learned from the sense of touch was scientific prejudice, which is which must be rejected. We have true picture of the world. An illustration may help us to understand how much is the impossible to astronomer as compared with the man who is the interested in these things on the surface of earth. Let us suppose that a drug is administrated into you which makes you temporarily unconscious and that when you wake up you lose your memory but no your reasoning powers. Let us suppose further that while you were unconscious you were carried out into a loop which when you will come to is sailing with the wind on the dark the dark night of the 5th of November in England or of 4th of July if you are in America you can see fireworks which is being sent from the ground from trains from the aeroplanes traveling in all directions but you cannot see the ground or trains in the aeroplanes because they are of the darkness what sort of picture of the world you will live from you will think that nothing is permanent there are only brief flashes of lights which during their short experience travel through the void various free busier curves you cannot touch these flashes of light you can only see them obviously huge geometry in your physics and your metaphysics will quite different from the those who ordinary mortals if you are ordinary mortal you were you were with you in the balance you would find his speech unintelligible if einstein were with you you would understand him more easily more than ordinary mortal would because you would be free from cost of preconceptions which prevent most people understanding the theory of relativity depends to considerable extent upon the getting upon getting rid of notions balloonist circumstances on surface on earth for various or less Potential reasons suggested conceptions which turn into the inaccurate, although they have come to see them like necessities of thought. The most important of these circumstances is the most objects on the Earth's surface are and nearly stationary from a theoretical point of view. If this were not the case, the idea is going on a journey would not seem as it does. If you were to travel from King's Cross to Edinburgh, you know that you will find King's Cross where it was always been that the railway line will take the course that it did when you must make the journey and that naval station in the Edinburgh will 
not have walked up to the castle. You therefore say, and I think that you have travelled to Edinburgh. Not that Edinburgh has travelled to you. No, the letter of says letter statement would be just as accurate. The success of the common sense of sense point of view depends upon a number of things which are rely on the nature of love. Suppose all the houses in London perpetually moving about like swam of beat. Suppose rail or railways moved and changed in the shapes like avalanches. And finally, suppose that material objects were perpetually being formed and dissolved like clouds. There is nothing impossible in these suppositions. But obvious, what we call journey to Edinburgh would have no meaning in this such a world. You would begin, no doubt, by asking the taxi driver, where is the King's Cross? This morning, at the station, you would have to ask, from, ask a similar question about Edinburgh, but the booking office clerk would reply, what part of Edinburgh do you need, sir? Prince Street has gone as go. Castle has moved up to the highlands and Waverly Station is under water in the middle of the fifth of fort. And on the journey, the stations would not be saying quiet, but some would traveling north, north, some south, some of the east or west, perhaps, much faster than the train. Under these conditions, you would, you could say, were well, you there at any moment? Indeed, the whole notion that one is always a finite place is due to the fortunate immobility of the most largest objects on the surface. The idea of place is only rough, practical approximation. There is nothing logically necessary about it, and it cannot be made precise. We were not much larger than electron. We should not have the impression to stability, which is only due to this grossness of the sense. Things cross, which looks solid, would do too vast to be conceived, except by the few eccentric mathematicians. Bits of it, what we could see, would consist of little tiny points of matter, never coming into contact with each other, perpetually pushing round each other and inconvincibly rapid balance. The world of our experience would be quite and made as one of the width which the different parts of Edinburgh moves in the different different directions. It to take the opposite extreme. You were as large the sun's living as alone with the corresponding slowness exception. You would again find highly piggy 
universe without performance. Stars, planets would come like go in the morning mists, and nothing would remain in the fixed position relatively to anything else. Notation of the comparative stability which forms a part of our ordinary looks is thus due to the fact that we are about the size we are and live on the planet of with surface not very hot. It is where these cases we should not find free relative physics intellectually satisfying. Indeed, we should never have invented such theories. We should have to arrive at relativity, physics at one bound, or remain ignored scientific figures. It is a fortune for us that we, that we were not faced with alternative science. Uh, it is um, almost inconvenient, but that is one of the, one of man could have done the work Euclid, Galileo, Newton, and Einstein. And yet, with one of such incredible genius, physics could hardly have been discovered in the in a world where the universe flux was obvious to non-scientific observation. In astronomical the sun, moon, and stars continue to exit year after year. Yet in other respects of the world, you have a deal that's very different from that everyone, everyday life. As already observed, we depend exclusively on sun side. The heavenly bodies cannot be touched, heard, smelled, or tasted. Everything in the heavens is moving relatively to everything else. The earth is going round and around the sun. The sun is moving very much faster than the express train toward the point of consideration Achilles. Stuff like higher than higher and thicker like a lot of frightened heads. There are no well marked places in the sky. This King's Court and Edinburgh. When you travel from the best place on earth, you say the train moves no like stations because the stations preserve their topographical relations to the each other and the surrounding country. But the astronomy is arbitrary, which you can call the train and which the station. The question is to be decided purely by convincing and the manner of convention. In this respect, it is interesting to contrast Einstein and Copernicus. Before Copernicus, people thought that the earth stood still, the heavens revolved about it once a day. Copernicus thought that they rely that Really, the Earth rotates once a day, and daily revolution of the Sun and stars is only apparent. Galileo and Newton endorsed this view, and many things were 
to prove it. For example, the flooding of the earth at pools and the fact of bodiness at heavier than at the equator. But the theory question between Copernicus and his predecessors is merely one of the convenience. All motion is relevant, stated. And there is no difference between two statements. The earth rotates once a day and the heavens revolve about earth once a day. Two may mean exactly the same thing. Yes, it means same thing if it says certain things six feet or two yards. Astronomy is easier if we take the sun fixed than if we take the earth. Just accounts easier in decimal coinage. To say more for Copernicus is to assume solid motion, which is friction. All motion is relative and it is mere conversion to take body at rest. All such convection equally legitimate, although not equally convenient. There is another matter of great importance, which is astronomy differs from terrestrial physics because of its exclusive dependence upon sight. Both popular thought and old-fashioned physics used a notation of force which seemed intelligible because it associated with familiarizations. Uh, when we are walking, we have sensations connected with our muscles, which is not have when we are sitting still. In the days before mechanical traction, although people could travel by sitting in their carriages, they could see horses excite extraining themselves and eventually putting out horses into the same humans in the, in, in the same way as humans do. Everybody know from the experience that it's to push or pull or pushed or pulled the very similar facts made forces in a natural basis of dynamics. The Newton's law of gravitation introduced a different difficulty. The force between two billiard balls appeared in the intelligible because we know what it feels like to hump into another person. But the force between the Earth and the Sun, which are 93 million miles apart, was mysterious. Newton himself regarded his action and distance as importance believed there was some influence was transmitted to the planet. However, no such mechanism was discovered and gravitation remained a puzzle. The fact is that whole conception of forces is a mistake. The sun does not exert as any force onto the planet. In Einstein's law of gravitation, the planet only plays attention to what it finds and its own neighborhood. The way in which works will be explained in the later chapter. For the present, we only concerned with the necessity abandoning the notion for force, which was due to misleading conceptions 
derived, derived from the sentence of touch, sense of touch. As physics has advanced, it has appeared more and more that scientists less misleading than touch as a source of fundamental notations about vision. The participle, the part simplicity in the collusion of billiard balls, it quite illusory. As a matter of fact, the two billiard balls never touched at all. What really happens in convenient complicated, but it is more analogous to what happens when comet iterates the solar system and goes away again than what common sense purpose to happen. Most of what we have said Heathrow was already recognized by physicians before Einstein invented the theory of relativity. Force was known to many the mathematical and it was generally hold that the motion merely effective phenomena. That is to say, when bodies are moving while the other is at rest, things occur is merely a change in their relation to each other. But great labor was required, required in order to bring the actual procedure of physics into harmony with these new convictions. Newton believed in the force, in force, and absolute space and time. He embodied these beliefs in his technical method, technical method, and his methods remain. Einstein invented and invented a new technique, free from Newton's assumptions. But in order to do so, he had changed fundamentally the old ideas into the of a space and time, which had been unchanged from the time in the water. This is what makes both difficulty and the interest of theory. But before explaining it, there are some preliminaries which are in distance. This is always occupied the next two chapters.